Hello. It is I, Spartan. Um, I just found out yesterday or the day before, whenever the whole thing was, that there is a special double media week this week in the SHL. Uh, I guess specifically because it is holiday-themed. And uh, yeah, double media can never pass up on that opportunity, at least the new and improved Spartan in the SHL will actually try and make use of some of these double content weeks. So here we are on uh, December 26th, 7.30 p.m., trying out this uh, special media week, recording in a different way than usual. Typically, I'm just uh, talking into my phone notes or directly into the Spotify for Podcasters app. But I decided because it is the holidays, I should toss on a little jazz in the background, um, try recording using OBS instead, and then convert it into an audio file and see how see how all that works and, and all of that. But... Um, also gives me something to listen to and maybe also for a listener to listen to while I'm talking. So maybe, you know, testing out some new things for maybe if I do podcasts, maybe I'll start doing this a little bit more. Um, but yeah, so this is a podcast of that's supposed to be focused on the festive season or the new year. Um, so I am pretty unsure of how widespread the criteria is here um, as to what my wiggle room is really about how much needs to be SHL related versus anything else really but uh, I suppose we'll just start with the personal about a user in the SHL in like around the holiday time so the big news for me is that I actually moved into a new apartment uh, about a, a a week ago, actually, or a, a week and a half ago, I will say. Actually, pretty much a week ago. Um, and basically, I graduated from college about two years ago and was working kind of close to where my parents' house was. So I was living with my parents then and then ended up company got bought out office ended up going to a different state and then I turned into a remote employee with some trips up to wherever I had to be um, for different projects and stuff like that so a little bit of travel mostly at home so from a life perspective it really just made sense to stay at home but you know I'm an only child. I can only <laughs> be alone with my parents at home for for so long. So, um, me and a buddy, we were really looking at, like, started looking at some places this year because we were thinking, you know, maybe it's time to spread our wings a little bit. Even though we're both remote at the moment, let's try and move out somewhere, get into a little bit more of a urban area, um, and you know, just just try something new especially when we have the flexibility to do something like this um so we did it we were looking at apartments over the summer into the fall ended up putting in an offer and um got accepted in november and then we moved in um around the 15th or 16th or at least started on the 15th and then we moved in on like the few days after that so naturally it's been a very busy holiday time because with the move and all of that and then going into um, you know having to travel back for my birthday for Christmas um, you know I, I went back home last Friday today's Tuesday I went back home last Friday as soon as I finished work went straight home my birthday was on uh, Saturday so we were in and out then um, decided to go to a destination Christmas to one of our uh, friends' apartments by the beach. 
So we were there for Christmas, and then uh, now it's the day after Christmas, and I'm back at the fresh new pad, the, the new apartment. Um, so it's been a pretty, pretty crazy holiday season for me as a user. But amidst all of that, um, now that I am firmly back in my apartment, I am here, I'm ready to talk about the SHL and the holidays in some combined capacity, whatever that is. Um, so yeah, so actually I am curious to see what are other people doing, at least media-wise, for this uh, double media thing. So let's see this. Slappy Doodle has an article. Twas the shitstorm before Christmas. Okay, that's a, that's a poem. Poem should, I don't know, I'm not a poet, but I think if you're writing a poem instead of a media spot, you should get like quadruple media, because the word count's not going to be a lot on that. Let's see, what's the actual word count on this? Copy, wordcounter.net. A 554 word poem, that's impressive. That's, not, that's actually really impressive. Um, impressed as you would expect from someone who is considering something impressive anyways um okay what about this christmas giving leaders by dogwood maple a familiar face uh christmas is the series season of giving which is why this article will highlight two of the most giving things in the show assistant giveaways ah that's actually pretty cool that's that's a pretty cool uh concept of an article the giving season so giveaways and assists i guess even takeaways maybe it's like kind of like grinch like you know if you're taking away stuff on uh christmas you're the grinch but uh yeah it's really interesting i mean it, it's a very like narrow theme and i'm not going to complain about this theme or anything but it's definitely an interesting one here where I'm trying to figure out exactly where are the graded ones okay here graded article best SHL and SMJHL to make it more Christmas winter type okay so this guy's ranking all of these logos depending on how festive they are right that's that's the criteria here Okay, yeah, which which of them reminds the most of Christmas or winter? I think, I feel like the blizzard has to be number one. North Stars, I kind of get, but like blizzard kind of screams Christmas. Aurora, I feel like, has nothing to do. I mean, it's northern, it's cold, but I would... I'd probably flip this off, off the start. I'd put like blizzard number one, North Stars two. And then Aurora number three. Rage, I feel like, would be dead last with Inferno, Forge, Stampede. I, actually, I don't know, Stampede? It's more like a Black Friday thing, I guess. Panthers have like a kind of bluish logo. I don't, know, I, I don't know what the platoon is. I can't say anything about that. Renegades also seems pretty low. Spectre Syndicate. Eh, definitely reaching for some of those. QCC definitely uh, pretty strong on there. But, I mean, logo-wise, I feel like the Elk has to kind of go number one there, right? Uh, rest of it's kind of okay. Timber, Timber should definitely be higher. 14th? That's kind of crazy. Timber should definitely be, like, top three because you've got to put those, like, kind of arguing it. We might say that we could put some Christmas trees in their logo instead. Yeah, I mean, you have to cut down your Christmas trees before you can put them up. I would, I would definitely move the Timber to top three along with the Citadels and the Elk. Then Yukon... Yukon's honestly an honorable mention too. I, I agree on top five with the Grizzlies. Not not too much concern about the about the J here. Very interesting. Also, while I'm here, I should probably figure out exactly 
what the podcast greeting policy is. Where can I even find that? Is it in graded articles? No, definitely not. SHL Media. Maybe SHL Media rules. I feel like I always lose. Okay, podcast. Here, here we go. Uh, maximum payout limit one hour podcast per week, one hour per week. Uh, 4.2 million for an hour. Okay, so if we hit an hour here, we are 10 minutes in. I have to do this for 50 more minutes. That's absurd. Um, <laughs> okay, but, but the actual scale is uh, 1.05 million per 15 minutes okay that's not that's not too bad but i really feel like i should go get uh a drink before i really sip into this so give me give me like 15 seconds please don't crucify me on the grading end because i stepped away for 15 seconds to get my bacardi out of the fridge um okay here i'll just mute you can listen to some jazz i'll turn it up for a little bit and then i'll be back with my bacardi I made um, questionable decisions today. I went to the local liquor store, one of the local liquor stores, and I was trying to figure out what, what do I want to st stock up with now in this festive season? Um, what, what sort of drink would I like to make for myself over these uh, end, of, end of year holiday nights before I go back for New Year's and all of that works pretty chill um, but as well I was looking around I was thinking maybe I'll get some Bacardi it's a fairly good price um, I was think and, and I, I don't know what compelled me to get Bacardi Limon but that's what I decided to get so let's crack this thing open I have a little mug that I got from home with my initials on them so let's uh, fill this up a little bit. All right. The Bacardi Limon. Let's try this all by itself. And then the other half of the questionable decision was going to... It smells nice. Um, it was going to the grocery store to get some soda. And I was like, I really don't know what I would mix with Bacardi Limon. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't just get regular Bacardi. It was right there, too, for the exact same price. But I, being a dumbass, was like, I'll get Bacardi Limon. Um, so let's see. Let's, let's try this. Okay, honestly, this could be had neat. Oh, there's a burn. Oh, I haven't had Bacardi in a long time. Okay, yeah, I feel like it's not good for the podcast if um, I'm drinking Bacardi meat. So I was, I, I planned ahead a little bit. I was like, I'll get a soda, but I didn't know what soda you mix with Bacardi Limon. So I went and got ginger ale. Because can't, can't go wrong with ginger ale, right? Surely. Now this looks like very dehydrated piss. I'm sorry, it's not the imagery you want associated with a smooth jazz Christmas podcast. All right, let's try this concoction. 
Okay, so the ginger in the in the ginger ale kind of counters out the sourness of the limon. And I'd say it's not a bad combination. Okay. Definitely gets rid of a lot of that um, limon Bacardi aftertaste, so we'll take it. It's not bad. I'd say it's a fairly festive drink. I think ginger ale in general has some solid associations with uh, the holiday season. Like rum and ginger ale, maybe? I don't know. For me, my holiday drinks are typically random uh, Christmas beers. I had some nice Sam Adams mix pack uh, yesterday, Christmas uh, dinner. So that was that was nice. Anyways, going back to the SHL, I see. I feel like really confused with these guidelines as to whether I should be spending more time talking about holidays in general or if I should be talking about the SHL because I don't feel like there's any actual cross um, content between like the holidays and the SHL because in the in like sim leagues in general there's not much or at least maybe not in all sim leagues but in the SHL at least I don't feel like there's much like cross crossings or like intersections between holidays and the league beyond if it's a holiday where you're doing things you won't be around the league right so it's like for Christmas and stuff I wasn't really spending much time around some leagues because it's Christmas now that I'm back home from Christmas now we're getting back into, into the speed of it but otherwise if it's holidays you know I'm going to the holiday market I'm seeing family I'm seeing friends I'm not really I don't I don't think there's even been sims recently right like uh, I think last we were at was like 39 games played or something let's see what, oh, how many games are we we're not 39 okay no 1833 was the same record okay 53 that's where we were at Okay, yeah, because I'm still at minus 59. So I guess we could do like a holiday holiday checkpoint here for, for Cheeks clapping in. Um, definitely having a decent rookie season as a defenseman. He is fifth in the team, or tied for fourth in goals, actually. Um, the highest scoring defenseman on the team by eight points. So that's definitely impressive. Um, yeah, it's uh, Sophie Bordalo, Tom Peterson, Dominic Frost. That's a Christmassy name. Arthur Kaliev, Sunrise Van de Shubit. Uh, i got to open this in a new tab. Shubikatavin. Shubikatavin. Sunrise Van de Shubikatavin. Let's... Let's just call them Sunrise Van de Shub. I think Sunrise Van de Shub would, would make everything a lot easier here. And then Cheeks Klappinen, um, just trailing two points behind both Kaliev and Van de Shub. And then just uh, six points behind Dominic Frost. And then uh, Sophie Bordalo and Tom Peterson kind of flying away up there with 61 and 74 points. Um, leading the team and I guess a big shout out to Boom and Sophie Bordolo for finally cracking that 30 goal plateau very very proud of my GM for hitting that mark and having some success in that regards and even more impressive Tom Peterson the best offensive game rating on the team with an 80 which is awesome Cheeks Clappin has some of, um, not the worst on the team, pretty average, everything in the very low 60s. Um, that's definitely going to be one of the goals coming up to become a little bit net positive, less useless, or a little more impactful with the minutes on the ice. But Cheeks is, has really become a power play specialist here. Um, 
He's got 10 goals on the power play, 10 ass or 8 assists on, on, on the power play as well. So 18, I mean, I guess it's half, but, um, you know, for averaging 20 minutes, 45 seconds on the ice per game and about three minutes of those each game is power play, definitely majority of the points are coming from the power play here. So that's definitely interesting to, to see. Um, and then uh, 10 giveaways to 30 takeaways. Not bad. I had a fight and I lost. As to be expected, I <laughs> wouldn't have expected a fight in the first place. Surprisingly, no face-offs taken. I was taking uh, face-offs all the time in the J. And uh, 72 block shots, which is uh, the worst out of all the defensemen. So Cheeks is a little bit of a diva, it seems. Does not like blocking shots, but who could have expected? And also the worst plus minus on the on the team, which is kind of absurd. So I think that's definitely something that needs to be kept in mind. I'm actually curious, can I update anything right now? Let's open the player portal, log in. And I know that there was an attribute that Naomi was telling me to update. Let's see if I can even get into my update page. Okay, there we go. I have 24 TP banked. And in order to update, I need uh, 30. Let's actually see. What is What did Naomi say before? Or Naomi and Boom. Uh, okay, so there was some checking that was needed. Where is checking? Okay, checking requires 30 to go up. Acceleration, I already improved. Balance, agility, uh, some shot blocking. I can increase shot blocking by two, but I think they preferred some other stuff to go to 16 first, and I think, or sorry, stuff to 15. Then hitting was last week. Those are fairly low, so I think um, let's see. Let's actually look at this quarterback thing. Okay, so Max. Uh, so my overall thing is quarterback. So Max at my accuracy. I've got 15 in passing, puck handling, 16 in offensive read. Um, okay, so I definitely do need to increase agility and balance. Both of those need to go up for sure. Oh, wait, I can increase balance and agility. Oh, okay, well that's good. Okay, so let's submit that. Agility and balance both to... Look at that. Live on a podcast, I realized that I don't actually know how these updates work that I was not actually looking at how, like how, how this stuff works. I thought I needed 30 for my next point, but I actually just needed 12. So that's really, um, I'm, I'm really stupid. I, I forget how that all works. Anyways, what am I getting pinged for? got a VHL gaming sesh coming up tonight. That's partially why I brought this uh, Bacardi. For the first time in a long time, we're going to get a group of guys. We're going to play some games or guys and gals, whoever shows up. Guys, gals, and pals. I don't know what the proper terminology is anymore. Um, bunch of great folks. We're going to get some games going, let the drinks flow, and uh, enjoy the day after Halloween. Or why am I saying Halloween the day after Christmas? Um, and see, but yeah, that's just what the ping was for. Um, but yeah, look at that. Live on, live on a podcast, I figured out how update things work. And it does, and the 30 was actually how much I've spent to this point, not how much my next point is. I should actually tell that in my locker room. I upgraded balance and agility to 15 I was a dumbass and thought I needed 30 to increase from 14 
but I only needed 12 and 30 was just the amount I've spent so far. Anyways, I'm sure someone will get a nice laugh out of that. Oh well. Anyways, um, who is... Oh, my streamer mode isn't able to block off all this stuff. What the hell is going on? Anyways, okay, sorry. I, d I did not mean to go off, off topic. I, I looked at Discord and then I started getting distracted by all, all the different stuff that's happening on uh, Discord. My apologies. Anyways, Calgary is um, not having a fantastic season, but I mean, that's kind of what we expected with um, a lot of rookies coming up. A lot of uh, rebuilding going on here over the past couple seasons, few seasons. And uh, we don't have a first round or our own first round pick this season. I actually don't know if we even have a first round pick at all. But essentially, we, we traded that first to get uh, Froya Solberg. Um, or no, or was it Sonia? Hold on, time to go back to Calgary to check people's names. I think Naomi is Froya. Okay, Naomi is Froya. And uh, T. Sunny is Sonia. So we traded our first this year to get Sonia last season. I'm actually curious. Can I even find where Sonia is? Oh wait, it would be in the update portal. Okay, if I go to Teams Dragons Prospects. Okay, there we go. Okay, Froya. Wait, that's actually crazy. Froya Solberg is at 457 TP, and Sonja is at 453. That's actually really cool. Okay, so let's look at... Let's go to search. Let's look at season 74, total TP. Okay, Froya and Sonja are number four and six, respectively, which is honestly pretty impressive like i i don't think there's even a problem with having given up our first round pick anymore i was a little worried thinking maybe sonja was like a reach of a pick just to get them together but honestly that's that's a that's a pretty solid uh thing to do there so both good earners concerned quashed um and going back and looking at season 72 where cheeks is involved let's see cheeks is still on the second Oh, I'm getting the hiccups. Cheeks is still on the second page, uh, being a little bit of a late entry to the class, but um, starting to catch up to. Actually, is is he catching up to? Okay, Sven Holmberg was, I think, the highest TP player on the team right now. My little hex, also a right defenseman. And uh, Arthur Kaliev just one TP ahead of Cheeks Clapin and Sven Holmberg ten TP ahead, and then I think um, I think that's everyone for Calgary at least for seventy two. I think we had a lot of low first, high, mid, high seconds, so definitely exciting to be starting to catch up to some of my peers in terms of TP, especially having started that started a little bit later. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to be in a competitive spot in my draft class after joining Blade and you know, I'm not a I'm not like a super max earner or however folks really call it these days because the SHL isn't isn't my main league. Um it's always been the VHL and there's just not much overlap or intersectionality between the task the claiming the effort that's needed and we only have so much time and, and i think this is probably a sentiment that every sim league user who's ever joined stuff has but you only have so much time in a day a week a season a, like a year to spend on sim leagues and it's just so difficult to kind of participate in multiple sim leagues at the same time especially when the earning systems are very different require different amounts of time some are more user-friendly 
than others, just how it is. So I've never historically been a great earner in the SHL. I often forget to do stuff in any, in any given week. Actually, I wonder if that bot is still there that tells you, um, let me go to, uh, is it team stats? You do exclamation mark me. Oh, it's under construction. Huh, okay. P, uh, is there a profile or something? No. Exclamation mark help. Okay, here we go. Uh, okay, here it is. Exclamation mark show Spartan. Uh, it's also under under construction. Okay. Um, so yeah, so I, I can actually see um, what my history is this season or so far, but definitely better than my last player, Leon Athanasios. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so much different not having to resign myself to being a third third line or like a career third liner. Not that I was really resigned to it. I I enjoyed the role and the lesser expectations, but it's nice to actually be considered someone that could be the future of a team, especially now on defense with, with Calgary. I've never been in a situation where a team is, is going, and again, this is unique to a rebuild, but a team is going, hey, like we are going to help you develop into a power play specialist on like our top unit, when usually that's kind of, at least from my experience in other leagues too, is for someone that's really putting in a lot of time, a lot of effort into filling one of those very coveted roles of being, you know, a really strong offensive producer or having a very featured role like that on, on a power play. And while I was always kind of building a little bit that way, I think my role in mind was always quarterback just because I've, you know, it's it's a Chris Letang kind of, kind of build to be able to drive a lot of offense. Eric Carlson now too. On, on the Penguins at least. But that was just kind of the style that I wanted to play, but it needs dedication to be played in that manner. I know, um, actually, am I even being deployed as a quarterback? Let me see, um, let me find our lines. Uh, so going back to preseason. Okay, yeah, so at least looking at preseason, I was set as a quarterback. So that's, that's fun. Um, so I am pretty much following my 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 desired archetype but it's definitely cool being in a position now um you know breaking in as a, as a rookie now finally where i'm being given that sort of responsibility and being t and being like kind of told like hey here like you've kind of earned it which is which is really cool it's it's so different than what the experience was with Leon where it's like I'm getting third line minutes if I'm playing with some actives wow that's that's an accomplishment um and you know you you really kind of have to just be as positive as you can and make up your own kind of um motivations or um incentives to like stay active to stay engaged but now when you're already this active it's you know it's, it's just just a different experience let me drink some more Bacardi mix. The ginger ale with the, with the lemon, it's really not bad, but I feel like maybe if there was like some cranberry juice or something, then it would just kind of be like a worse Sprite cranberry or like Bacardi. But it, I mean, the lemon Bacardi would probably work with it so maybe if i had like some cherry grenadine syrup or like cranberry juice it would be a better holiday drink maybe i don't know um all right so yeah that's, that's just kind of like it, it's cool to be in that position now finally to have that kind of featured role to kind of have that I don't know not maybe I don't know if it's responsibility I'm not the highest TP defenseman on the team actually could I can I look at uh, 
Oh wait, it's on the portal though. I don't have to look at pages. Let's see. Teams, Calgary Dragons. Okay, total TPE. Uh, defenseman Sven Holmberg. Okay, Sven Holmberg is the highest TP defenseman at 771. Uh, also a season 72. And then, uh, yeah, then it's Cheeks Klappinen. So hopefully Sven Holmberg, Cheeks Klappinen will be a good pairing for the future. Or if they get split up, I don't know how all of that works here um, in the SHL. But let's see, what kind of build does... Uh, Actually, I have no, no idea. Kaliev, or sorry, Holmberg, two-way defenseman. I should compare it to Cheeks. All right, putting them next to each other. All right, uh, Cheeks is better at getting open. They're the same at passing and puck handling. Uh, shooting accuracy, shooting read, offensive read, all better for Cheeks. Defensively, um, one point difference for Holmberg in checking, three points in hitting, positioning, and stick checking about the same, both at 16, 17-ish. Um, Kaliev definitely better at shot blocking and defensive read, and then everything else is pretty much the same for physical ratings. Um, bit, and then also better mental ratings for aggression and bravery. So, yeah, Cheeks is definitely more offensively minded. I, I think that's definitely something that I'm gonna have to work on, especially the defensive read, getting that up a bit, and um, you know, shot blocking and aggression and bravery and all that sort of jazz. Um, but it's not so much of like like it's not like two completely different players really it's not a situation where it's like you've got a stay-at-home defenseman and like an offensive defenseman or or even two very similar defensemen who are very similar to each other you've got two defensemen that could realistically be playing well alongside each other um the only interesting thing is i think is uh cheeks being played as a left defenseman now or what exactly is going on rod cocker is left Tanner is right. Cranberry is left. Okay, so we have... Wait, are we just missing people? Oh, wait, sorry. Chad Nickelback is... Wait, Chad Nickelback is 1,200... Oh. He's not scoring at all, is he? Chad... Oh, wait, okay, never mind. Oh, wait. Okay, yeah, Chad Nickelback is not scoring. What the hell? He has 28 points as a 1,200 TPA or TPE player. That's nuts. He has good passing, puck handling, offensive read. Like, almost all his stats are better than Cheeks's, too. He's not playing well. That's honestly really brutal. I feel bad. There's nothing worse than being on a rebuilding team as a veteran and not even getting your production. Like, that's that's definitely frustrating. All right, so let's switch up a little bit from just doing like a holiday time check-in and go more to seeing if we can incorporate some more holiday stuff with, um, let's say usernames. Let, let, let's try and find the users who have the most holiday-esque names usernames so let's see where can i find a list of usernames members i definitely did not find this for the very first time all right so we're gonna holy shit there's 405 pages of this jesus christ and there's no filtering All right, well, well, let's see. We're we're not going to look through all 405 pages of this shit, but um, let's let's see if we can make a list. I'll like write this down somewhere of members with holiday names. So right off the list, we're going to put DQ, and I don't think this is because 
their name. And like, I feel like the name probably means disqualified or some pun on that. But DQ is also, you know, the ice cream store of sorts and all of that. So that's why I'll, I'll, I'll give an initial DQ mention there. Um, a lot of numbers. Okay, 39. Can you associate 39 Alaska with winter just because it's Alaska? Maybe, maybe not. A lot of number players on here. A lot of players with like numbers in their names. Uh, A1 Vacation 01. Vacations are definitely kind of Christmassy. Going into the A's now. Uh, nothing in the AA or AB's. Jesus Christ, this is going to be mind-numbingly boring for anyone listening. I, I apologize. A capital Chicago. Ace. Some names I recognize. Axolab. Jesus Christ, none of these A names have anything to do somewhat relating to Christmas. Holy fuck, why does ADV's picture take up like the entire fucking screen? Okay, that's insane. Um, a lot of band people here in the names. Afino's kind of close. It says King of the SHL, but if there was some kind of pun that said like King of, King of the North or something like that, maybe you could include them. Agile consultants, that's funny. Uh, da, da, da. A lot of Hayden's, Hayden variations. Air tickets booking? Okay, let's let's toss that on there. Air tickets booking, because you're definitely traveling around holiday time. Uh, AK-41. What a AKs. Alberta King? No. Aletia. Why does that name seem familiar? Aletia. Alex Mack has a very interesting display picture. Texas, Texas Ranger. <laughs> God, these Alex variations are god awful. You know what? Let me let me skip to the C's. Let me see if there's anything Christmas related in here. Cookies. There we go. We decide to just skip around and we find a great name right there. Cookies. A couple of kata hot versions. Uh, let's see, any anything else maybe Christmas related in the seas? It'd be really cool if there was actually someone just like with the name of like Christmas of some sort. Someone's got a massive picture. Cami nineteen. You guys really need uh, to set some limits on your profile pictures. Let's get to six here. Let's see how. How far in the seas? Can we get to CH? I, I, that's really what I want to see right now. CH, it's not even loading in the usernames. Jesus Christ. Oh my god, that was only... Oh, okay, wait, this is only... Okay, there's 23 pages of CH. Okay, or sorry, C's. So let's go to 2018. Let's go back to 14. Okay, CH begins on page 10. Nope, page 9. Okay, CH, CH, hey, Jesus Christ, who the fuck is this guy with the Bob Ross Afro? Chattathy. Uh. Championship Week Manager? Is that... Okay. You know what? I'm going to skip to CHI. 
Oh wait, no, I need CHR. CHR, okay, Chris. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Chris. Chris is the start of Christmas. Okay, Chris Ashtier, Krista, Chris from a lot of, a lot of different Christine. Or maybe Christine John has to replace Chris because actually no. If it was only Christ. Okay, nothing for Christmas in here. Chris is the closest we get. Let's let's go to R S. And let's see if we can find anything Santa related here. Okay, we're in the M S A M S A San Jose Socks Sand. Sam Bennett's pull-up coach. Uh, Sam, is there an S-A-N-T? Holy crap, someone's picture is so big that you can't even read the names. So if there's a Santa, we'll never know. Yeah, cannot read the S-A-N-T portion. Unfortunate. Alright, um, maybe if I go into SN, let me see if I can find SNO, oh wait, I can just search, okay, uh, John Snow, Eddie's, okay, Unwritten Snow Zero, is, is there anyone named Santa? Oh wait, there's someone named Santa, let's go, okay, so that's number one. Santa's number one. Let's put cookies number two. Let's just make this a top five list because this is kind of going crazy for me. Let's put air tickets booking number three. Let me see if anyone... Ha okay, someone is named... Oh, wait. There is no one named Santa. I don't know why I just auto-completed the word if there's no mem member named Santa. Oh, okay, this idea sucks. I'm not doing this anymore. I was really hoping that would be a fun thing. I'm just gonna go back to my Bacardi. Alright. We're at 47 minutes. I don't really know. What else I'm going to talk about? Let me let me go back to the media criteria here because I'd really like to figure out. Uh, 4.2 mil. Okay, 1.05. Let's multiply that by 1.05 times 3. So that's 3.15 million multiplied by 2 for doubles, about 6.3 million. Do I just want to cap it at this? Or actually, does it like, does like media payout scale to like the exact minute? So if I end at like 48 minutes, and it's so it's 1.05 for every 15 minutes, let's divide that by 15. So that's uh, 770k. Um, no, yeah, 70k a minute, right? 70 times 15 is, yeah, okay, so 70k a minute. And let's say that we do 48 minutes. So does that become 3.36 million? And then it gets doubled to 6.7 million? That would certainly be interesting. So let's say 70 times 55 minutes, if I don't actually reach an hour, then it's 3.85 million. And I'm breaking it to 7.7 .7 million. Now that, that is a real value proposition right there. So, yeah, honestly, I don't, if anyone actually gets 49 and a half minutes into this podcast and hears this question, let me know if media gets graded by the minute or like by the exact minute or if it gets graded based on like rounding to like whatever the nearest interval or whatever that sort of stuff is I actually do not know anyways um 
okay, we're, I mean, screw it. We're at 50 minutes. Let's, let's go 10 more minutes and figure out something else we're going to talk about for 10 more minutes. We're, we're going to get here. Um, people really aren't writing about this Christmas thing. I mean, I guess it was only done yesterday. Uh, Christmas in Canada. Uh, it's just, uh, what his player is doing. I don't know what Cheeks Clappin' is doing for the winter, and I, I really don't want to LARP on a podcast that makes me feel icky. Let's see. Let's see. For Christmas music, okay, I'll, I'll go back to general general stuff for Christmas music this year I felt like usually there's always like some newer songs that get you into the Christmas spirit like um, you know Ariana Grande Justin Bieber they've all got like some various songs that are Christmassy but I really felt like I needed to go back to some of the classics this year um, you know like 80s and 90s Christmas songs to really get into the mood um and even then i feel like i was only listening to it on like the 24th and 25th i i don't really think i was listening to much uh christmas music before then but you know feliz navidad is always a number one song up there um i'm trying to think i, I should look up these christmas songs chris Christmas. Happy Holidays is the genre. Okay, Christmas hits. I actually despise All I Want for Christmas is You. I don't like Mariah Carey at all. I'll take Last Christmas by Wham. That's definitely a good song. 1984. Impressive. And then Michael Buble. I feel like that album was such a long time ago. It was only 2012. Dean Martin. Let It Snow is definitely a classic. 1959. Wow. He's got a whole album of 12 songs. Okay, wow. Baby It's Cold Outside was also on that. And Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And White Christmas. Winter Wonderland. Okay, so I'm actually curious. Who were the first... Who... Who first sang, who sang Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Okay, Gene Autry. Okay, 1949. Okay, so that's the original. Let's see, who sang Winter Wonderland originally? Uh, 1934. Deck the Halls was 1862. Written by the Scottish mu musician Thomas Ol Oliphant. I knew a girl with the last name Oliphant. I wonder if they're related. Damn. It's kind of impressive. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Andy Williams is definitely 1963? Oh, I don't know who Andy Williams is. Sabrina Carpenter did not listen to that. Oh, I didn't listen to my Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I needed my Carol of the Bells. I don't... I, I only think I heard that a few times. Carol of the Bells. There's a really good version of that. Like an electric something. I gotta find it now. Carol of the Bells. Electric. Electric. Oh, it was by the Electric Light Orchestra? Was it? Carol. Carol of the. Bells. Electric Light Orchestra? No. No, why can't I find the song? Carol of the Bells Electric? 
Or was it always the Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Carol of the Bells. Trans-Siberian. Is this the one? Oh yeah, okay. It was this one. So this was recorded when? 2016 remaster. So this isn't called uh, Carol of the Bells. It's called Sarah Sarajevo. Sarajevo. Christmas Eve. Sarah. Is this song not Carol of the Bells? Both of the tunes, tunes used in Christmas Eve, Sarajevo 1224 were in the public domain 1995. English lyrics to Carol of the Bells dating to 1936 were still under copyright and were not included so confused. So what is Carol of the Bells then? Carol of the Bells. Oh. So it's just the melody, but the actual good song is the orchestra. Just the, um, what was it? The bombing of the Bo bombing of Bosnia? Yeah, bombing of Sarajevo in the Bosnian War. Oh, it's such a good song. This is definitely my, my favorite of, of Christmas. If I had to pick a favorite Christmas song for, for Cheeks Clavinet for the holidays, it would be this one, number one, and then... Maybe, maybe Rudolph and Rendo's Reindeer now because of the Steelers' magic with Mason Rudolph on, on the 23rd. Some Christmas classics. Oh yeah, Feliz Navidad number, number two. This is probably the song I'm going to finish off this podcast with. We're almost at an hour. I've I've tried my damn hardest to make this somewhat holiday and SHL themed throughout. I don't really understand how they were supposed to be mixed together. Um, I, I really hope I get full full credit, full payout for for this effort. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know whether that'll happen or not. But I'm but I'm really hoping that'll that'll be the case. Yeah, I mean, um, just to wrap things up, I guess, um, as I've said before in the podcast, I'm glad to still be an active member of the SHL, um, getting a new experience you know, with some familiar faces, with um, Boom being my GM in, Ed in Edmonton for a bit and now in uh, Calgary. I, I think a lot of the people in the locker room are fantastic. It's been nice getting to, to meet a lot of them, um, a lot of international folks, different walks of life and, and, and I think that's the kind of thing that at you know this holiday season you really appreciate how how different everyone is how um, interesting other people's stories are their perspectives their experiences and all of that so really really enjoying and appreciating sim leagues uh, this holiday season and really hoping that Everyone else had a really nice holiday holiday um, season as well. I'm wishing you a great uh, New Year's and all of that. So uh, yeah, that's that's all I've, uh, I've really got. We're almost at an hour. Okay, I'm gonna make sure that we are gonna cross the hour mark here because it would be it would it would bug me to no end if it wasn't a full hour. So you got five seconds left. You get to hear me. Feliz Navidad. <laughs>